Welcome, everyone, to the 100th episode of That Kind of Nerds podcast. I am CJ Mellon. I'm Brian Thornton. I'm Josh Burns. Uh, we are so excited to be bringing this to you. Just to let you know, if you're a longtime listener, there's going to be a little change in this week's episode. Uh, in between the topics that we were going to discuss, we're also going to pet. We're also going to be peppering in listener uh, voicemails and congratulations on our 100th episode. So you may hear yourself on the show, or you may hear some of your friends. And we're going to tell you at the end of the show how you can have your voice on this podcast. Point of odor. Odor? Point of odor? Absolutely. Point, point of, of odor. odor. Yep, go ahead. Point of odor. My son is a point of odor. So I, I was not I was not I was not present for the 99th slash two year episode. And I have some things I need to share. I wrote them down. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> do right. have follow up from this because we, we got a call. Go ahead. So and hang on. I do wish to share some shit about the 99th episode because I did listen to it and I have thoughts. Um if there was 1,400 more Transformers movies, I am completely okay with it. I'm with Josh Burns. We will be in the theater eating popcorn together. Um, Netflix, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm just going to abstain because I don't like to uh, get into conversation. You're not, you're not a Sith. You don't deal in absolutes. Exactly. I don't deal in absolutes. Um, the bad lip reading of Force Awakens, I literally pissed myself yeah, yeah. at work. Not anything else. Yeah. Defenders trailer. One word. Schwing. <laughs> uh, so, Craig, shut the fuck up. The Super Mario theme bar is not for you. I don't give a shit about your hoity-toity <laughs> beer. La, 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 la. I'm not listening anymore. Go fuck yourself, Craig. You have a wonderful beard. <laughs> and uh, finally, um, I... And I've never been more self-conscious about how I button a shirt, so I choose just not to button it anymore. <laughs> no, hold on. I need to know. No how button. Do you button nope. a shirt. He I, actually. I have he, to know. He puts a rubber band. He he puts a rubber band around the button through the other side, you know, through the buttonhole, and then around the button again. So it's actually have, not buttoned. Fact, it's opted, rubber banded. I've in fact opted to just leave the shirt buttoned on the hanger and pull it over me like a hoodie. CJ. I was not present because I uh, not because I got lost in my palatial state, but because I was so overwhelmed with glee at the uh, mere idea of slapping you, I went into a coma for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my and, thoughts on last week's episode. No, there is one other thing that we need your thoughts on, and that was we had a voicemail from uh, Christian Burns here yes! about Spider Man. So I have many things to say to Christian. First off, Christian. It took me 30 years to actually be in a recorded format for people to hear, and you're nine. Good for you, kid. I am super happy and proud to know you in general. You're going to be a great man one day. <laughs> uh, first of all, I, 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 know, I know we don't want Iron Man to take away the suit from him, the spider suit. I get it, Christian, but... I know for a fact that you have not seen the Iron Man movies. So here's what I'm going to say about that. I feel like Iron Man is taking on the the mentor role as someone who has had to learn the hard way that he is more than just the suit. And that's what Spider-Man is dealing with right now. He's got to realize that he is a hero without that suit. And that's why Iron Man takes the suit away from him. It's not going to last long. It's just something that happens within the first half hour and then he'll probably be without the suit for another 20 minutes and he'll get it back at the end. I promise you it's going to be awesome. We'll be in the theater together watching it, my man. I promise. Um, thirdly, or B or C, whatever the <laughs> topic I'm on right now. Um, 
you're you're complaining about the vulture being too techy. So here's the deal: the vulture the vulture suit has always been built on tech. He's always been a scientist. He's always been able to like create things out of scavenged parts. That's kind of his thing. In the comic book, it, it it's more drawn like it's more like feathers and things like that but it is actually like kind of robotic wings they just took a more robotic way in this movie and in some of the cartoons which i'm pretty sure you've seen i know for a fact in spectacular spider-man he's, his wings are metal so i i'm just gonna urge you to just be open to it i know you're gonna love it i know i'm gonna love it i know we're gonna be freaking out like two nine-year-olds one who is actually nine and one who <laughs> feels like he's nine so <laughs> let's just go see it together my man we're gonna have a good time of course with your parental supervision we're gonna be it's gonna be great those are my thoughts on last week's episode and uh before we go ahead and talk about this week's episode that ends the follow for today let's take a listener voicemail hey gentlemen or well if i can call you that uh, just your favorite drunkard birthday caller, Paul, calling not on his birthday or not while he's drunk to wish you guys a pretty amazing 100th episode. Hope you guys kill it. And uh, here's to 10,000 more. Have at it, guys. Love you, boys. Good job. Oh, I love no. you more, Paul. Oh, Paul. Paul has called our podcast on his birthday uh, for the last two years, uh, drunk and leaving fantastic voicemails. So thank you, Paul, for wishing us another uh, happy 100th episode. Silly side note, uh, Paul and I have committed more drunken, awkward hugs than any two other fat guys <laughs> that anyone has ever met. I, I swear I swear to you, it, that's the case. It'll be confirmed by Paul and by Melissa that it, more drunken, awkward, fat hugs than any two guys you know. <laughs> So let's move on and let's talk about the Star Wars The Last Jedi trailer because squee! Holy shit, was that great. First off, it's about time that Mark Hamill speaks. <laughs> I watched it this morning when it dropped at like noon. There is still a whole lot of hope in my pants. <laughs> Fully to miss The Force the is day. strong with me right now, people. <laughs> I thought if it lasted more than four hours, you're supposed to see a doctor. My God, nope, nope. <laughs> no doctor, no, no doctor needed. There should be a disclaimer on that trailer. If your erection lasts more than four hours, it's, go see a it's doctor. It's not a Viagra boner. It's a force boner. It has nothing to do with blood. It has to do with the force. Listen, I know it's a teaser. There was nothing. It didn't feel like a teaser. It felt it, like a trailer. I know it was a two-minute freaking teaser. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, two minutes. That's what I love about Star Wars teasers and trailers, man. It was Listen, great. CJ, was CJ, great. I'm going to say this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I know nothing about the movie. Right. I'm okay with it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. The The thing that got me, obviously, at the end is that the Jedi must end. And you're just like. Yeah, but. And I was, I, talking like to, this. I was talking to a guy at work about it. And he's like, well, what does that mean? And like, was that Luke saying it? I was like, I think it kind of was Luke saying it. It was Luke. Here's the thing. I think. I don't think he's talking about, oh, all the Jedi must die. I think he's talking about an evolution of the Jedi. Like. The idea of what the Jedi was for the past however many years can't achieve been, balance anymore. It doesn't work anymore. We need to evolve, and that's what the Last Jedi means. Exactly, I agree. And Ray is the beginning of that. Ray, Jedi, uh, the next generation, kind of thing. You know, it's a whole exactly v exactly. 2.0. 2.0. I'm so Christmas. 
cannot come sooner. December fifteenth. If you want to come a little sooner, man, you can listen. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen, I already came a couple times. <laughs> I, but, I realized my choice of words and instantly but, regretted it. But instantly regretted it. This this movie is going to be awesome. I'm just, I'm overjoyed. Mr. Burns, your your thoughts on the uh, the Last Jedi trailer? I I mean, from the opening to the startling moment where you know Ray slams her hand down on the rock, he sort of wakes up. To the the mystery with the light and the dark and the balance and what what we're I'm 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 mesmerized. I can't wait. It's it was really cool. I, I watched it a few times before uh, Christian got to see it, and he reacted. I mean, he was blown away, right? And he, he was wait 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 wait. They have to end. I'm like, don't. It's not like that, right? He's not trying to kill her. I'm telling you, it's going to be something new, something better, something that this franchise can build on for another 30 years. Mm-hmm. Go do all the movies. Give me all the stories. I'm I'm in. I've never there's never I've never been not excited about a Star Wars release. This, but I will say, you remember? I don't I don't know if anybody else does. You remember how excited you were? When you saw the episode one trailer, this feels like that. Yeah. But I think they've learned from their mistakes. I hope they got that. Well, see, but here's yeah, like yeah. this, this, I'm as excited. I'm as excited as I was then. Right. And that was, that, that was high school. That was almost 20 years ago. I, I like the fact that Luke gave the disclaimer to breathe at the beginning of the trailer because I completely forgot to while I was watching it. I almost passed out. I just just completely captured by it. I I I can't put into words how excited I am, and I so agree with all your no, assessments. But nobody's hard passing on this movie. Yes, Hell no. of course not. <laughs> if for the next fourteen years I get a Transformers movie and a Star Wars movie, I will die happy. Right. Well, you know what? Right. The other thing you should be really excited for, too, is we got the Thor trailer this week as well. Yes! And you know what? I know that guy. He's, he's my from, friend work. from work. He's my friend from work. I know that so guy. Good. He's my friend from work. So oh good. Gosh. Brit over oh. the Thor. Yes! I texted oh that. God. I texted that into our into our little group chat, and I thought, this is hilarious. I, I mean, I can't remember Thor ever being that funny. This is I awesome. feel like they fuse a little bit of Guardians with Thor a little a bit. bit and, yeah, and, and I think we get with this. We get a story that isn't going to be super because Thor is super hokey. Oh and yeah, I, and I don't. This doesn't feel that way to me. No, it feels like I, a brand I, new Thor. I think I think this franchise because let's face it, I enjoy the Dark World, but it was not mm. that. Good. No, it was shit. It, yeah. it was meh. And I think this franchise needed some fresh blood, and I think it needed like a little bit more comedy. And this movie is going to give us that. And short, Thor with short hair. I gotta tell you, I was uh, I was online. I forget what article I was reading. It was a bunch of Twitter reactions to this trailer, and two of them just jumped out at me. I almost died laughing. One was the beginning of the trailer, and <laughs> the tweet was, "I can't believe the Thor trailer begins with record scratch." I bet you didn't. I, I bet you're wondering how I ended up in this situation, <laughs> and I lost it. And then the other one was, 
Get you someone who's as excited to see you as Thor is as excited to see Hulk. And I was just like, yeah. I know him! That's what I need. That's what I need in my life. Like, I feel it, like it, it's that moment oh. you, would, you would have if the three of us somehow found each other in like a mall somewhere where we were not expecting well, to see each all other. All of us traveling separately. Yeah. And yeah. somehow arriving at the same location. Holy at the same time. shit! Yeah. Oh my that's, god, this is that's, really that's the feeling. Yeah, that's the that's the and feeling. Listen, and the action looks good. Jeff Goldblum looks amazing. I mean, like who who knew I'd be excited to see Jeff Goldblum in a thing? I love Jeff Goldblum. I'm you should never doubt like Jeff every Goldblum. time Jeff Goldblum shows up is a good time. Exactly. He's he's a he's a stumbling, stammering son of a bitch. I love him. And and there's also a rule, uh, Brian. I saw a, a tweet uh storm as well that if you are wearing eyeliner, you can catch really powerful weapons. Winter Soldier catches the shield. We got this lady catching the, the <laughs> Mjolnir. If you wear eyeliner, you can catch anything an Avenger throws at you. Just so eyeliner you know. or super strength. It's one or the other. So you really so so listen so listen. I I, I got to share this with you too. So I watched that trailer. I'm watching it with a, with a buddy of mine from work, and I the the moment she catches the hammer, I go fuck. And he's like, what? I'm like, I am not going to hear the end of this. <laughs> On the podcast, she's strong just, enough. Look, to, her eyeliner game is super strong. Yeah, <laughs> but she is certainly strong enough to catch that hammer. No, no, I don't know how she did it. Well, probably because she's the Norse god of death. No, but because she's very strong. Josh, is she not like incredibly strong? And I hate you both. Very so much well right now. made up. She's got flawless. <laughs> she she flawless. <laughs> but listen, I she mean, woke up like this. Listen, uh, Kate Blanchett looks awesome. As Hella, she's she looks formidable. She looks like she's gonna kick some ass. And like the few scenes that they showed, where she had the full like head like dress on with the the spikes coming out of her, she looks terrifying. I am so excited for this movie, dude. She played she played a good guy. She played a good guy in the Lord of the Rings series, and I still thought she was terrifying. I yeah, she, I Kate mean, Blanchett, other than like you know Benjamin Button, pretty terrifying. <laughs> Person, the only way Kate Blanchett could be more terrifying is if she was Tilda Swinton. Then she'd be more terrifying. <laughs> Just because Tilda Swinton. Oh, dude, so terrifying. And and listen, I, I think this movie is going to be so great. It's again tying these Marvel movies together because we know Doctor Strange is going to be in this. We still don't know how, but you can obviously see it's how they're going to get out of some some weird ass shit. And God, I'm real happy to see uh, to see Hulk in the movie wearing that armor. It was a uh, friggin' nice. Uh, Nice look. Very cool. Although it, none of the, I guess my big concern is that Ragnarok is sort of uh, an extinction level event, and we don't like. Am I wrong, Brian? That's that's sort of a no. The whole the whole point of Ragnarok is that like yeah, like it's an extinction level event for Asgard's. But the thing is, like they all get reborn. So I'm 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 curious. The, the thing is, how the trailer didn't give us any of that. Right? It was all you got to see Asgard like the, get the trailer. Up. The trailer was an appeal to the the nerd in all of us, the comic book nerd, the wanna the wanna see the good shit guy, right? And then yeah. also the masses who are familiar with these characters, but none of the story. Like, there's no... Who cares? No, I care. I mean, back end. Back end, CJ, I kind of go, but the movie is Thor Ragnarok, and we don't know anything about what actually happened. How many times have I had to tell we you? Got, don't... We got a bunch of popcorn. We got a bunch of popcorn scenes. How many? Uh, Brian just said, just like he did with Star Wars. I get Wars, it. I get it. Here's me, but but here's me being, here's me being the guy you need me to be saying, saying... 
This is uh, we don't know yet. It's right? fan so, service, right? And just again, l- l- let me just say this: it is April. The movie doesn't come out till November. It's technically a two-minute teaser trailer. So yeah. I mean, we'll get another trailer that'll explain some other stuff in it. But I, oh, it was great. I was just so, it was so great, excited. Right? Tra- from from a trailer, like I'm the guy that I will divorce the trailer from the movie. Great. I mean, amazing trailer. Hilarious. Awesome. I watched it a bunch of times. And then I thought to myself, I need to see more right now. So I believe, I believe that we will, like you said, but this is, this was all popcorn all the time. It was awesome. All right. Let's take another quick break for a couple of voicemails from fans. Take number 17. Hey guys, that kind of nerd. I would like to congratulate you on your 100th episode. All of you keep me really entertained each and every week. I feel like I know you guys, even though we have never met Brian with the cats that want to kill him, CJ being wrong each and every week, and then Josh having that awesome music taste. I think I think I've been listening since episode 32. I'm not really sure on that one. All of you keep me entertained. Uh, here's my version of Cape Town. Sorry, Brian. I know you're going to probably get really mad at me for doing that. I know that's your thing. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Uh, Again, all you guys, they, all you guys, uh, you keep me entertained each and every week. Keep bringing me back. I love it. I enjoy it. I love you guys. Uh, I'd like to congratulate you guys again. Here's to another hundred episodes, maybe a thousand. Never know. Cheers. Now, how do I turn this thing off again? Okay. <laughs> That's from our super fan TD. So thank listen, you again, Listen, listen, TD. TD, I mean, come on. Those cats are plotting to kill me. I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I'm pretty sure they've looped the mailman in on it at this point because I'm afraid to answer my door. I'm just saying, um, yeah. And, and and to also add on what you just said, Josh's impeccable taste in music. Josh just texted me like six random songs in a row, and I listed them a total of 60 times. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I agree with you. Josh's taste in music. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I just say, Josh, what should I listen to? And he sends me random playlists. So it's great. I appreciate it. And thank you. And regarding my taste in music, I hope you're following. Hey, did you see? I posted the Iron Fist Apple Music playlist uh, last week. Our next one is from Andrew Elmanza. Hey, that kind of nerd podcast. What's going on, guys? This is Andrew Almanza calling. Uh, I just want to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Uh, couldn't be any happier for you guys. I hope to hear tens of more episodes from you. <laughs> and every time I listen to you guys, I feel like I'm working with you right again. Uh, it's always good to hear. And uh, keep the shenanigans rolling. And keep on keeping on. Don't stop. Again, many more tens of episodes. Can't wait to hear them. Bye. I'm just surprised oh. we got to like 50. So like 100 oh. is great. So yeah, it's probably I mean, 10 th- more. This is pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. And, and Almanza, like next time you say shenanigans, I'm going to pistol whip you. Alex, I want to thank you for calling in. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Every time I hear from Alex, it's a good day. <laughs> just thank you so much, Alex, for calling in. Is a wonderful uh, contribution to the hundredth episode. We all love Alex Andrew Almanza uh, <laughs> very, very much. He is the supreme chancellor of awesomeness and uh, deserves all the love and praise that comes his direction. So thanks for listening, man. 
So moving on, we got some casting news for Deadpool 2, and we learned that Josh Brolin is going to be playing Cable. He, he's Thanos. Is the, I have a, I have a problem. I have a problem with this. The first problem I have with this shit. This is the problem of having Chris Evans as the Human Torch and as Captain America. But then, but then it's been resolved. Yeah, I'm fine with disregarding Chris Evans as the Human Torch. Uh, how, however, Josh Brolin was Thanos. Is Thanos still? Yes, currently. is is currently Thanos. Like I, I just. Oh, you're Brian. You're like because Thanos is an otherworldly being. He's got this giant. No, I mean, there's no. We're talking universes. about two places that aren't connected. We're talking about they're separate universes. First of all, second of all, second of all. I mean, let's let's really think about it. I mean, it's just Josh Brolin in in CGI. Like it's yes. it's just his voice. I mean, really, like out of all the people that I can think of to play Cable, besides John Hamm, Josh Brolin is right up there. Oh like I think this why is did great. you put John Hamm out there? Because now that's all I want. I know, I know, but I'd rather I think have Josh this is Brolin. great casting. I think this is great casting. I think Josh Brolin's an amazing actor. It is great casting. That's why I love it. But the problem is he's also got to do the voice of Thanos, and, and I'm fine. All right, fine. I, I, I acquiesce. It's just a voice. It's really total CGI. It's certainly not his face. So, fine. And I'm fine with him. as I think he's optimal as Cable, right, as far as names go, right? And, and I don't. I'm. I don't know that I would go John Hamm as Cable, but yes, Josh Brolin, all the Cable, all the time. Listen, he he's not like some B list actor that were like, oh, like they got motherfucking Josh Brolin. Like, let's. I mean, that's a good casting grab. Like, it's a good thing. Uh, it, I think he's going great. to do a fantastic job and good justice to the character of Cable. I think just him as an actor, like I think he can play off of Ryan Reynolds really well. Yeah. I'm really excited to see the two of them on screen together. And yeah, I just I heard this news. I was like, yeah, fucking perfect. Cable and Deadpool do have to to bounce off each other. There needs to be give and take. There needs to be. Yeah. And the, the nice thing about Cable is that, like, listen, like the guy is like n- super serial all the time. Super for serial. Yeah. Super serial. But like he, he has this like dry sense of humor that like that's so like he can kind of quip with Deadpool and like you wouldn't even realize it, and you're like, did did he just make a joke? I think he just made a joke, and I think Josh Brolin can pull that off really well. Uh, no, there's a, he needs a big presence, right? He needs to be authoritative, and Josh Brolin can do that. I'm very happy to hear about this news. And normally you'd be hearing me scream out the mountain for continuity issues and characters in two separate roles, blah blah blah. I'm happy with this. I'm cool. I, I'm, I think it's good. I think it's gonna be fun. There's also some other casting news that came out as well. That they, I'm serious. Everyone who listens to this show has sent this link to me, Josh O'Brien, multiple times saying, we need to hear your opinion about this. What is going on? Jude Law has been cast as Dumbledore in Fantastic Beast uh, sequels. Please, I, I give the floor to Mr. Burns to get your reaction since the fans have been... <laughs> like as the, as the resident Harry Potter fanatic? for your opinion. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think the thing we need to discuss is that through all the books... And all the movies, we don't know a ton about Albus Dumbledore. We've heard a few things through the books, far less through the movies. And about Dumbledore, all we know is that he was a he's a pretty wild dude, right? And we've seen from his character that he's like super eccentric and he's all over the place. The question is, can Jude Law? play that I, I don't know like i don't we don't know who he was when he was 
70 years younger. Uh, I think that Jude Law is crazy star power for that character at that age. And I'm interested to see how the story develops. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sold on Jude Law being young Albus Dumbledore. I'm hoping that the story is strong enough to carry that through another, I don't know, 17 movies. 18. Maybe 18 more but I, movies. But I don't see him being like – it's not like a Dumbledore movie thing. He's just going to be a, a, a character that pops in and out. I mean they've mentioned him by name. I don't listen, see him Listen, listen. A character that pops in and out as Albus Dumbledore still needs to be believable as Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, what, but what I'm saying is is a lot less screen time to do that. So it's get the right spots, get the right – Well, I think, CJ, over 18 done. movies, he'll have plenty of screen time. <laughs> it's it's not 18. It, what, it's five. It, well, no, no. I've just said it's 18. It's 18. It's the next 18 appearances of Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore, and I'm I'm bought in. Don't fucking shit on it, CJ. I need Harry Potter until I die. Well, you only have 18 years left? Is that what's going no, on? No, I didn't say 18 years. I said 18 movies. This might be until fucking Jude Law is 100 years old. I don't know. But until we'll no I die, I need them to keep pumping out Harry Potter movies. Brian, what do we feel about uh, Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore? I feel that he is British. British. He, he is indeed British. And um, I mean, he's a great actor. And I don't know enough about Harry Potter to really kind of deep dive into, oh, is he the right choice? Like, listen, I mean... Laura had qualms. Laura doesn't think, and her words were, he's not eccentric enough. And I, I, I said, well, eccentric is an adjective and he's an actor. So my wife, my wife said he doesn't have enough flair. <laughs> it's the same, it's the it's same the thing, same thing right? It's the same thing. And, and both our wives are concerned uh, that he won't be able to capture that Dumbledore whimsical eccentricity type of stuff. Fine. Okay, fine. But like the guy was the narrator for Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events, and I thought he was pretty eccentric in his narration. Without ever seeing him on screen, I thought he was pretty good. Um, as well as a million other roles we've seen Jude Law. The guy is a professional. I don't I, like I I and and, and British, so probably is going to take this role pretty seriously. Right, because I right. mean, there's two. There's been two great actors who have played Dumbledore. Dude, this is a this is a hallowed role at this yes. point. Right, yep. one of them is dead. Yep. So this is this is a thing. This is a big deal. You can't you can't take this lightly. Yeah. Right. Right. I, and I, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's good. Um, and and just like you're saying too, Josh. You know, we're talking a different character than what you met in the other Harry Potter books. What well, considerably more wild and less less wise, right? He he's gonna be a bit of a wild man. I, I'm I'm thinking the movie. The, remember uh, Repo Men with yes. yeah Jude Law, Forrest Whitaker, right? And I don't know why I thought of that role, but I thought of a sort of a wild man, right? In that he's going to be not the Albus Dumbledore that we know, but sort of in search of his own greatness. And Jude Law seems perfect for a guy who is a bit more self-centered, a bit more concerned with his own status and his own position in the magical world than what we've seen so far from the, from the gentlemen who were unbelievably good and, and wise and fatherly, even though they didn't necessarily want to be. This is, this is Dumbledore at his most selfish and egotistical. This is his free love stage. 
<laughs> so I'm excited. Like I'm very excited to see what Jude Law does with this role. So the other bit of news that we got was a, a kind of a confirmation of things that maybe we had actually talked about. And that is that Assassin's Creed is apparently being developed by Ubisoft to be a Netflix original series. Yes. I am convinced Ubisoft listens to this podcast and realized that the movie was a mistake. Because if you saw that movie, I did. It was a it was fracking not, mistake. It was not good. It was it not, was not good. But as a Netflix series, I can Will get behind be it. Awesome. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The things that I think it's the things that they had to cut out of the movie to get it to whatever it was, ninety minutes, you know, hundred minutes, whatever. The things they had to cut out is what the series will. Well, highlight. Yeah, and then the other thing that we talked about too is right a rotating cast if we need to of people to Indeed. be in different the seasons. Yes. Yeah. So it's different ancestors, different lineages, and you, you can go back and forth. And you could even have kind of like the games that everybody loved. Right. Kind of one person maybe in the animus and one person outside the animus. So maybe you have two big stars. So you have like the the Desmond like character who's out fighting. Uh, out in the real world, and then you have the the assassin who's another you know big actor who's inside the animus and doing their fighting. This, this is great. This has asked also a couple of people who want to see other series put into a Netflix original, which uh, let's just see how this one goes first because especially in the nerd community, right? When we hear a video game becoming television or movie. Everybody you know, just – Immediate yeah. Cosernicus. Immediate like eh. – Netflix, Yeah confidence we like netflix so if they can work that out that's great and you know what if that happens that's a hey did you see podcast coverage right there you know we'll be on absolutely yeah no i read this and i was like yes this is what it should have been all along all of the things give it to me meow and what i would love to hear from you the audience is what other series or what other video game franchise needs to become a netflix original so you can call us at 484 Three seven three four one one nine, or you can email a voice memo from your phone at podcast at that kind of nerd dot com. Cannot wait to hear your suggestions for what needs to become a Netflix original series. Brian, we also got some news, right? Some some things from our past returning back to TV in a good way. Invader Zim is yes. coming back for a ninety minute TV movie. So thank you, Nickelodeon, yes. for learning correctly. And knowing that you don't just reboot the whole damn series, you just give us enough to make us happy. Honestly, I'd be happy if they just brought it back on, like, Adult Swim or something. This show was so, like... Ahead of its it was time. On, it, not even ahead of its time. Like, it, it was on Nickelodeon, but it was not a kid's show. And that's why it didn't do as well, I'm assuming. Like, this show should have been on Adult Swim forever and always. This It was... It was funny. It was kind of demented and a little weird. Kind of like demented, it, kind of a little weird. It was. It's really demented. And and Yonan Vasquez, who who piloted the show, did did a comic book called Johnny and the Homicidal Maniac. And like, if you read that book, like you could tell, like that this guy is is more about the like kind of dark adult humor. And it's it was so. So good. And the voice um, acting is phenomenal. The characters are lovable and just you want to just you just want to be part of their life. It's just it's quotable. It's just randomly quotable. If if anybody like or in the room like has seen Invader Zim and, and you, you know, say something random like, 
I'm going to be a mongoose dog. And like, just, <laughs> like people know what you're talking about and they all laugh and you're like, we're going to be friends forever. It was, it's just so good. And I just want to rewatch the series that I own on DVD. This is also very good news for Hot Topic, who will be selling all the merchandise. Oh, all the time. they'll be selling all the Gurr merchandise. And the reason you hear crickets on the other side of this conversation is, Josh, I'm assuming you have no idea what Evader's in this. Uh, uh, nope. Zero points of reference. I own the entire series on the Divides. I don't You're own more. a DVD player. I'll I'll try. I'll try. So uh, as I was trolling the internet when it came to movie and TV news, I came across a list of uh, five Netflix movies that have been under the radar for far too long and need to get some attention to them. And there's a few on this list, and and Josh even pointed out that you know these are older movies, right? These are things that have been on Netflix for a while. That's kind of the whole point to it but there's one that i came across that i I really did like and it was called the discovery and it's uh jason siegel robert redford yes the robert redford uh and it it really has a a kind of a dark mirror feel to it or black mirror feel to it i mean um and if you like jason siegel when he's broody and sad and he hits the serious role so like any of the the how i met your mother episodes about like his dad and things like that um, I think you'll you'll like it. It also kind of harkened a little bit to like Ex Machina to me too. Um, but it's all about how Robert Redford discovers that there is an afterlife, that there's another plane of existence. And the suicide rate throughout the world just keeps on going up and up and up because of this discovery. Uh, and it's how do you deal with that? And Jason Siegel is wrestling with the, his wife going through some emotions too. It looks really good. Uh, and I, I'm putting it on my watch list, and I thought that it was it was worth it. Did did you guys get a chance to look at this and see if anything kind of jumped out to you? I watched the trailer for the Discovery, and, and I thought, well, it's pretty creepy. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a watch. The one that interested me from this list was Win It All with uh, Jake Johnson. I love him. It was like a like that gut wrenching gambler type of. Feel. Yeah, I like movies like that in the trailer. And I thought that was very cool. Uh, so likely I will watch that. Uh, the discovery maybe secondarily, the most hated woman in America, I'm not interested in, and I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Seems so scary that I don't ever want to see it. And, uh, when it at all also has a, uh, Keegan, Michael key from key and peel who every time he's in any movie makes fantastic cameos. The only the only problem about this movie is they reference drinking buddies like the guys who are behind drinking buddies have to deal with this movie. And I hated drinking buddies. That was a terrible movie, but it looks really good. It looks humorous. And I, I kind of like the, the way that it's going. I agreed with everything Josh just said. Uh, so let's take a quick break before we go to our next topic for some more uh, listener voicemails. The next one comes from a very, very special guest that I am uh, very happy to have on our show anytime he would like. Voicemails. Hey, nerds. This is Mike Thornton, Brian's older and cooler and more handsomer brother. Uh, <laughs> Not hey, true. just wanted to call and congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. Can't believe that you've been uh, going that long already. Special shout out to my brother for uh, doing something awesome. And, and I, I look forward to your show every week. You guys are doing a great job. And uh, keep up the good work. Um, Ethan Josh, who I often find myself yelling at in my car. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, keep it up. Congratulations. Bye. 
I always appreciate hearing from the uh, much cooler, much ha- more handsome uh, Thornton brother. So uh, neither neither of those things are true. You know, I'm the most beautiful man you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and again, just more people disagreeing with Josh, but in a good way, right? A way that brings you back. Every you know, day. I got I gotta say, you're you're in the minority, but I, I'm happy I'm happy to have you. So uh, s- thank you so much. I also have another voicemail from our super fan Ellen. Hi guys, happy episode 100 ish. Um, I've been listening to a whole lot of uh, rebroadcasts, and I was going to come up with all of my favorites, um, but then I was reminded that you cut me off after 30 seconds. So I just want to thank you for all of the hours of entertainment you've provided me. Uh, thank you for introducing me to Deadpool, Daredevil, Luke Cage, all the others superhero thingamajigs. I forgive you for all of the nightmares that I've received from watching all the brutal images on those things. Um, but thanks so much for everything you do. Congratulations on episode 100-ish. And um, keep doing what you're doing. Bye. I would like the record to reflect that if you do call our voicemail, you have 90 seconds to, to leave a voicemail. <laughs> Just like the record to reflect that. Ellen, I'm going to take full credit for getting you into Deadpool, Daredevil, and all that other stuff because I am the resident comic book nerd. Right, right, You're right, welcome. right, right. But I, I, I'm the one that I'm the one that ends up having to explain it all at dinner. <laughs> it's it's all That's good. Not my fault. No, 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 not your. No, you introduce Ellen. I I do the hard work. Right, you get all the credit. Uh, thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen, for calling in. We really appreciate it. Give me the credit that I so deserve. You, oh, you got it. You got all the credit. Thank you. I'll do the work. Get the credit. So, also in scouring the internet, I love to find some topics that just need the tech perspective, and I have a few fantastic beep, ones beep, this beep, week. Beep. Th- that's not the damn theme <laughs> for it. What? What was that? What are you, Johnny Number Five? What are you doing? Beep, beep. Would you like, or are you the robot from the Muppets movies? Would you like a tab or perhaps some <laughs> new Coke? Nah, that's the Rocky robot. What are you talking about? Oh, that's you know, uh, true. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you know that we all had a fantastic nerdy reaction to the NES Classic Edition. We couldn't get enough of it. As a matter of fact, no one could actually get it. It was a huge hot commodity. Well, guess what? Nintendo, in its infinite wisdom, is discontinuing the item. You know why? <laughs> because they can't make them, and people hacked it. <laughs> That and 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 now people are going to sell it for like five hundred dollars. <laughs> Listen, it was a very tiny old school NES, right? It was the same kind of you know skeleton, but uh, it was very tiny. It held thirty games. It was it was the perfect little device. It's what everyone wanted for Christmas. No one could get it for Christmas. They sold like two hundred thousand of these CJ, things, and that was it. CJ, you got to stop describing me. Like <laughs> we're talking about the NES Classic. I know I'm tiny and adorable and everything everybody ever wants, but this 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 was a great idea. And, and you know what, Nintendo, in if infinite wisdom, decided, hey, let's discontinue it and really build demand for all of our classic games. Now, guess what? They're probably gonna sell a bunch of sh- freaking classic shit. I don't believe that at all. I think that I it's just gonna re- just gonna make people go ahead and get emulators or hack things or pay for people for Raspberry Pis, and then Nintendo. So pretty gets much no everything everybody money. was already doing. Right, but but then Nintendo's just cut out of it entirely. Let's just leave poor Nintendo out, and they then it's not Nintendo official need, license Nintendo doesn't material. need. They're okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. I'm not saying it's the money. I think it's the fact that it's from the Nintendo, right? That it's from Nintendo and that it's supported by them. That's what's really important. <laughs> Brian, I think Brian has something. Does to Brian, say Brian do you have something to say? Hey, 
The Nintendo Switch? I just read something. The Nintendo Switch, like, just outsold the PS4 and Xbox One in its opening month? Yes. They're doing fine. They're doing just great. <laughs> and, 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 and I want I want to make it known, as a Nintendo Switch owner, they have sold that many consoles with only having, like, three games worth playing Listen, on it. So I will tell you. They're fine. I, CJ, CJ, I will tell you. What I do for work, I can tell you that every time retailers get the Switch in stock, it sells out the same day. Instantly. Right. Instantly. This is – look. It's, Why not keep it? And they're doing it in waves. What? They don't have to keep the classic. The thing was to drum up interest to keep Nintendo rel- you know, relevant. Thank you. Right? right. It wasn't about – it wasn't about the games that are on the NES Classic. It was about reminding everyone that they love Nintendo. And between between that and amazing pop-up bars that Craig can go fuck <laughs> off about, they're making plenty of money. All right. We're well, doing fine. I, I'm just sour I'm, because I haven't gotten one, and I can get one, and now I'm going to have to pay like $130 but, 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 but that's not one. the thing. That's the crazy thing, right? They ever They know. They know. That you can go get an emulator for free. Yeah. But and do the I same. Want- but that's not the point, right? It, the point was about the PR. It was about the whirlwind of media frenzy and, and, and everybody, again, talking about Nintendo. Nintendo, who still is – which is crazy because, I mean, everything about the gaming is inferior to the, to the, other, the other systems. Their PR game is strong, man, and the loyalty because it's all nostalgia. There's not there's not a ton of new age gaming in there. Speaking of PR, right, and gaming that system, I have to play for you a quick commercial. Now, I want you to know, if you have a Google Home, I'm sorry. You're watching a 15-second Burger King ad, which is unfortunately not enough time to explain all the fresh ingredients in the Whopper sandwich. But I got an idea. Okay, Google. What is the Whopper Burger? That little ad uh, is fantastic because if you own a Google Home or a Google device that has that enabled, it would instantly read off a article from Wikipedia that Burger King has been feverishly editing uh, that explains to you about the Whopper uh, with very clinical uh, marketing precise precision. So they're hacking people's Google Homes to sell Whoppers. So I'm safe. Yeah. So <laughs> if you have a Google Home, you would you would have heard uh, you would have heard this. I got to tell Whopper- you, man. Nobody listening to this podcast has Google. Well, maybe Craig. Maybe Craig. Maybe Craig has a Google Home. There's a couple of Google. I know there's another person who has a Google Home. Uh, the Whopper sandwich is the signature hamburger product sold by the international fast food chain Burger King and its Australian franchise, Hungry Jacks. And then it goes on to say that it's you know 100% beef with all the toppings and blah, blah, blah. Here's the problem with what they're doing is that it relies on a Wikipedia page. So once the internet found out that Wikipedia is in charge of reading off this thing to Google Home, believe me, that page has been edited a lot. The Whopper hamburger is made of two sesame seed buns and a six-foot cock in the middle. <laughs> right. The Whopper burger is made out of ground-up human flesh and served to you on a side of... Soylent oh Green is made of people! It's people! The, the, Walker, the Whopper burger is the Snozberries 
tastes like snozberries. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can't tell me that wasn't one of the entries. You know it that's going to happen. It was at least one of the entries. And then everyone who uh, like knows the rules of Wikipedia says, hey, the, the owner of the content, the owner of the page is actually not allowed to edit your Wikipedia page. So, like if you're a celebrity and someone writes in a fake fact about you, you as the celebrity can't go into Wikipedia and edit the page correcting the problem because that's not allowed. So people are like, Burger King, you can't do this. So they're just really hoping this goes strong for a while so they can just keep hijacking the page uh, to make it say crazy and ridiculous things. So sorry all you Google Home uh, people, but at least I didn't make you order a dollhouse or any crazy product off of Amazon. You're welcome. Whenever I walk into somebody's house just to make sure, I go, hey, order some crazy dollhouse. (laughs) Okay, so... Follow me along, listener. No, I'm not going to lead you astray. Canada, right, is celebrating its 150th anniversary as a, as a, as a country. And they are releasing a crazy $10 loony. Yes, they call their money loonies. But guys, on this website that I sent a link to you, and the link will be in the show notes, will you do me a favor and just do the Contra code on it? The Contra code? I'm sorry? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, enter. No, enter, just B-A. It's playing the, the Canadian National Anthem. And then what's happening? It's raining money. It's raining money. <laughs> Why the Contra code? That's fantastic. Now, there are... Holy shit! other websites that do this as well oh canada it's awesome so there's also a, another website which i will include in the show notes it's called contracodesites.com right and in order to access the website you have to do the contra code in order to even get in there so it's contracodesites.com are you sure it's not konami codesites.com oh konami my bad konami, code. konami so the website is konami codesites.com so this is also known as the Contra Code, the Konami Code. It's used interchangeably. We're going to call it the Konami Code for now. What was it again? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A on the computer. Yes, nerds, I hear the select start. There's no select start on your computer keyboard, okay? Just let it happen. And then in order to get it, you have to perform the Konami Code in order to get into the website. That's awesome. So there's a whole list of other websites that are on there. It even tells you if you have to like log in or press enter, enter, or anything like that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend that you just go onto random websites now and try to do the Contra code. Just see what happens. Just see if you pull something up. That's that's really cool, man. That's, I mean, if you're going to get – look, I will get lost on YouTube for an hour. This seems like a lot of fun. I would do this – you know what I mean? I'd do this for a while. I just did it. Oh, oh God, that's awesome. I just did it on uh, a site and a little window that popped, popped up said all your base are belong to us. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, real quick, I want you guys to do it on that kind of nerd.com. Okay. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, up, right. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BX. CJ, what did you do? It's in honor of our 100th episode. We have the ability to play Asteroids on thatkindofnerd.com if you go ahead and do the Konami code. Go there, you follow the instructions, and you can play Asteroids on our website. And destroy everything. Destroy it all. Use the space bar to fire. They won't (laughs) tell you that. There's no instructions. There will be instructions by the time this is published. Oh, will there? Because you fuckers didn't give me any instructions. You were like, hey, go to this thing and just watch what happens. And I watched and nothing happened. I started playing around. So once you get there, use your arrow keys, people. Use them. 
Press spacebar to fire. I mean, maybe it's just the gamer in me, but I, I figured it out just fine. Well, it's apparently it's in your blood. I don't know what to say. So before we get to the end of our show, it is time for a couple more voicemails from listeners for our 100th episode. This one is from superfan Brian Roman. Hey, nerds. It's that kind of fan, Brian Roman, and I just wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Here's hoping we can double the listeners to a solid eight by episode 200. <laughs> also, this is your friendly reminder that Josh and Brian need to pick up sticks and throw down at the slap party. Josh, <laughs> you know you're my boy, but I'm going to put money on Brian. that He's going to handle you. Oh, there, guys. Ooh. that's wow. All right. Fair enough. And Brian, also uh, a friendly reminder to go to our website where you can actually donate to our slap event. Well, Brian will be slapping me as hard as he can in the face uh, because of my foolishness. It's going to be so on... hard. Please, you can't talk about it anymore because I'll go into another coma. <laughs> and wh- again, we're raising money to give an event for you guys. Rent out a restaurant, make a whole night of it. And uh, yes, Brian and Josh definitely need to throw down on gaming. So thank you, Brian, who actually sponsored our limited edition T-shirt that we'll be doing with a picture of my face being slapped horrendously. Well, hey there, T-Con nerds. This is Grandmaster Nerd Papa Thornton. I was going to say this voice sounded familiar. Just calling in to acknowledge two years of enjoying your podcast, 100 episodes. Wow, quite a milestone. Uh, But I want to say I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to most of your episodes. (laughs) When you get a little too techy, I kind of zone out, but... Um, other than that, my favorite part of your shows is always Cape Talk. I listen every Monday, and I uh, hope you have continued success uh, in an- another 100-plus episodes uh, or more. Just want to say uh, I'm so proud of my son, Brian, right and here. my two adopted sons, CJ and Josh. God bless, guys. Best of luck. No, Papa Thorne, we love you. He's legally obligated to say those things because he gave birth to me. <laughs> oh, and not about me though. And and and, and I appreciate it. And uh, absolutely, thank you so much for the recognition. We love you. The love is mutual. We we like to have you your voice on our podcast as often as it is. Thank you so much. And rounding out our listener voicemails uh, is the wonderful Laura Burns. Hello, everyone. This is Laura Burns, wife of Josh and official Slapback Commissioner. In honor of the 100th episode, here are the top 10 things I love about That Kind of Nerds podcast. Me, all 10. Number 10, the pure childlike excitement about trailers. (laughs) Number nine, sometimes you go lowbrow. Number eight, CJ's new fear of the hard pass. Number seven, Craig asking... Can we talk about aliens for a minute and the ensuing debate if Elon Musk is, in fact, an alien? He is. Number six, Brian singing. Number five, extra Josh. Number four, CJ being totally exasperated with Brian singing and extra Josh. Number three, that I yell out loud in my car mid-podcast and Josh says the exact same thing a minute later. Number two technology that cj thinks is stupid that is really awesome fully made anyone (laughs) and number one one word bane congrats on 100 episodes guys here's to the next 100 (laughs) son of a bitch
Ahoy, there is a hundredth episode of That's Kind of Nerd happening tonight. CJ! Hi, Bane. In recognition of your hundredth episode, I have broken a hundred bats for you. <laughs> they are on your doorstep right now. Are they in a bag, or are they just loose? Joshua, they are all over the front porch. <laughs> It's very hard to fit a hundred bats broken into a bag. <laughs> or at least you would need many bags for that. And for I do not have time for that. I am too busy making Gotham great again, Josh. <laughs> CJ! Hi, Bane. I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was not expecting you. I feel you. like you're not paying attention to my tribute to you, CJ. <sighs> no, I'm always paying attention to you, Bane. You always have my, my heart. CJ, I don't feel like you feel in control right now. <laughs> Do you feel in control, CJ? Oh, Bane, what would this show be without you? It would be very lackluster. I <laughs> doubt you would have made it to 100 episodes without me, CJ. Oh. I agree I agree with that statement, yes. The fire rises for at least 100 more episodes. <laughs> oh, that's good news from Bane. He knows. He would know. Oh, Bane. It's always a pleasure having you on. Always a pleasure. I feel like you're exasperated every time I show, CJ. Uh, No, never exasperated. People of that (laughs) kind of nerd! Is this who you want running your podcast? Next episode will be all Bane all the time. God help us. There will be many broken bats among you. Bane, ladies and gentlemen. Bane. Wouldn't be 100 without you. Finally, we have some uh, reviews that we like to read. If you ever review our podcast, we will read it on the air. You can actually go into your show notes right now in your podcasting app and get a direct link to our review page. So no running around, no clicking a million links, just get right to it. Our first review comes from Astro Fans for Life. I cannot say enough about this podcast. I have known one of the contributors, Josh, for many years, and he puts as much into this podcast as he does his life. I love the nerds. Uh, I love the takes on the nerds issues, uh, game reviews, movies, comics, and the all-important cat-to-mail ratio. Listening to this podcast makes my workday go by much quicker and all the better. This is one of the best podcasts on iTunes, and I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for that fantastic review. The next review is from MOTU64. If you are not listening to this show, then you are a different kind of nerd. This is a great show that anyone can relate to and enjoy. I listen for a drama-free escape from my everyday life, for an opportunity to smile every time. Whether you think you are a nerd or not, you are, and you should be listening to this podcast. It is the right thing to do. Unless you prefer doing the wrong thing. In that case, it is the wrong thing to do. Either way, listen. Oh, one last note. Let the slap bet countdown begin. That's fantastic. It's the first time I read that. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, This next review, I I believe you pronounce it, Dennis9999. As someone who was always into tech gaming, etc., but knows diddly squat about it, these guys are a godsend. Well, thank you. That was me. They are funny and informative, and while they give their opinions, it is never in an empirical way. I caught a few shows here and there, but have been tuning in much more frequently. Love the show, guys. We love you too, Danis9999. 
Our final review for today is brought to you by GNS110, and it's titled Laugh Out Loud Conversations. Every podcast I've listened to makes me want to be part of the conversation. If it's something I don't know about, I'm now interested. If it's something I love, hearing a different perspective is awesome. It's relaxed and an engaging conversation that I enjoy dropping into. Thanks, guys. Thank you, GNS110, which I believe is Gwyneth. So thank you for your kind review. They were all five stars. Uh, We appreciate it so much. Not to get sappy, we are just very happy to continue to bring this podcast to you every single week. We always want you to be part of the conversation. So you can uh, call us, you can leave us a voicemail, you can go ahead and email us, however you want to reach out. All of it is in our show notes, so don't hesitate to, to reach out to us. We enjoy bringing the show to you. Well, I again want to thank you so much for listening to our show, making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Josh Burns and Brian Thorne. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, cause you were that kind of nerd. Hey everyone, this is Brian's cat, meow. This is how I talk. Congratulations on reaching 100 episodes, meow. And as a suggestion for the next 100, can we drop the cat-to-meow ratio joke, meow? It's kind of depressing being reminded of what a sausage fest it is here in my palatial estate. Well, anyway, good luck. I'm going to go now and puke in an inconspicuous spot where Brian will definitely end up stepping in in the middle of the night. Meow. Fuck you, pumpkin. I know that's you. (laughs) That's courtesy of Brian Roman. That's that's that.